0: This is a zero talent podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the zero talent podcast. I'm your host, Brentley Clay. And joining me today is Ethan. Yeah, yeah. Joe. Hello. And we got a guest this week. It's uh, our first guest. No, second, actually. Sorry, I take that back. Uh, Travis.
1: Hey, guys, what's up?
0: So Travis here. uh, I worked with him for a little while at the post office and He's gonna talk a little bit about uh, some stuff that he's been working on, but before we dive into that too much, how's everybody been doing?
2: I have COVID. <laughs> you boys not thriving. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that much. But I'm here, and I don't want to let the people down.
3: What COVID day are you on? Like how many, how many days have you had COVID now?
2: Uh, uh like four. You feeling a lot better? Or day one was horrible. Yeah. Day two was bad but you know manageable and then day three and four have been like moderately not great dang
3: i mean whatever i had it was like the first two days for me it was like rough and then right after that i was like i feel like i just got like a little cold now it like kicked my ass for those first couple days but then after that it's like nah fam
0: you good good for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's kind of how it was for me joe uh first day or two was the roughest and uh got better from there
2: yeah
3: you might have one of those newer strands ethan
2: bro like the first night after i had it i got so sweaty and i'm not like a big sweater or anything i don't like sweat at night or something that's not your boy but you know like this is a little gross but like literally i woke up at like 3 30 a.m and i was clearly having a fever and the bed was literally huddled in sweat i was wet the the sheets were wet. The blankets were wet. Gracie was, hey, n- <laughs> <laughs> Gracie's hair was wet. The cats on top of us were wet, dude. It was right.
0: All right, so that's that's a little bit from you guys, uh, Travis. I know I know you're new, and they may not know you, but uh, what what have you been up to? Uh,
2: I'm still working
1: at the postal service, uh, and me and John, also from the postal service, have started up a new sort of project where. Uh, writing spooky stories. Uh, our show is called Deep Hollows and Dark Hearts. It's a podcast set in rural West Virginia about things you may not always understand. Uh, John's mostly the writer. I've written uh, a story and a half so far. I haven't written fully finished the second one yet, but usually I narrate. Uh, you'll hear more of me as the season progresses. Uh, our short, short stories focus on legends and cryptids from around Appalachia, and we try to amp up the horror aspect
2: a little bit, just make them a little more creepy. Ooh. Are y'all going to do uh, just self-written stuff or are you going to have uh, some stuff that you're reading from other submissions, either user submissions or stuff that you found found?
1: Uh, in our recent episode, we've put out that if someone would like to submit or even audition to do a reading role or something, that that would be cool. But uh, yeah, so far it's all mostly me and John writing stuff. <laughs> I got to say, I listened to the first episode and I really enjoyed it. I appreciate that. Was that the... Uh, 0.5, or was it the episode one?
0: Uh, but well, actually, both. I, I just listened to episode one uh two days ago.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, we release on a bi weekly schedule. Uh, um, they're typically somewhere between 30 and 50 minutes long, so you can get those finished in no time. Uh, our next episode will come out around November 28th, and another one on December 12th. The one on the 28th is called The Hunt, and that's uh one that John really wanted to narrate, so I'll be doing the intro for that one instead. And December 12th will be our holiday special. Hell yeah. Nice. Come on down to get spooky with us.
0: So that's a, uh, that's a birthday present for me. The Hunt is coming out on my birthday.
1: Oh, nice. I'll have to remember to tell you happy birthday then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where all is it available?
1: It's available pretty much everywhere. Whatever your favorite podcast services are. Uh, I listen to it on Stitcher. I know it's on Apple. It's on Google audible and anchor.fm just search for us under deep hollows and dark dark hearts and you'll be able to find us that way awesome i love that name that's such a better name than ours (laughs) i believe we're also on youtube i don't know how regularly john uploads the episodes onto there but we do have a youtube presence
0: that's something that i would really like to try to figure out is uploading audio to youtube um so I, i applaud him for that
1: yeah it's not been too bad he mostly just puts up. Pictures related to the topic or our logo or something like that, and lets
2: it play I think that probably the easiest thing that if you wanted to get our podcast on YouTube is you just uh put an image either a zero talent image or a little collage of images on a video and edit it like a video, bring in our podcast audio yeah, so, yeah, not trying to tell you how to do your job or anything, but <laughs> all right,
3: Joe, why don't you get on that? I mean, I can probably do it within like a good month or so. With my upload speed, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> if you want yeah, me to,
2: downloading like the audio files from our recordings would be something. I mean, just me trying
3: to upload a Paragon video it took it says thirty two hours, and that was just for like what eleven gigabytes or something like that.
0: Yeah, it was a forty minute video, eleven gigabytes, and it it said thirty two. Is that what you said? Yeah,
3: and I didn't even get it. I would I was at seventy five percent, only had twenty five percent more to go. And um, the power went out, and that that scared me initially. I was like, "Oh," and but it was like, but all I had to do was hit retry or like try, or it was basically going to continue it. Well, that's good. The, well, then my uh, then the whole power went out, and then I lost <laughs> it.
2: So I was like, "Oh, sweet." We literally can't get you to Canada fast enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do they have better internet in Canada?
3: Uh, yeah, I haven't seen anyone with that bad internet.
0: <laughs> I like, guess it can't be worse than yours. Mom,
3: I have pretty good internet. Yeah, I don't think that there's a way. I think it would be illegal to offer internet like
0: this in uh in Canada. So, we sort of started out on a tangent already. Um I had a plan. I wanted to talk about there's been a resurgence of retro-style video games and I just got to say I'm here for it.
2: Oh, I mean, I think I am too. Uh what what specific uh games like kind of brought you to have this topic have you seen some stuff that come out specifically
0: yeah so uh, i think it's the past two maybe three weeks uh first off we have return to monkey island which is like a sequel to the monkey island games uh classic point and click yes fun fact those are made by lucas arts or the originals were anyway
2: what else does lucas arts make Brent?
0: yeah so lucas arts also made the greatest game of all time knights of the old republic I uh, had to get that mention in. <laughs> oh, I thought he was about to say Genshin. Oh, my God.
2: Wait, did, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, his was forced. My, mine was at least a little fluid. Yours is always forced. Eh,
2: this is always fluid.
0: It's always forced because you use the force in Knights of the Old Republic. Hey, what, what other game? What other games did you see? I'm sorry to, to break you off. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Pentiment from Obsidian, who made the sequel, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Anyway, uh, it is a medieval murder mystery game. Also point and click. Looks tremendous. Um, I actually have a plan for a video on it where I have it downloaded through Game uh, Game Pass. And I think I want to get on there and play it. But while one or two of you uh, sit there and just kind of backseat game and like tell me what my character should say and stuff like that.
2: Oh, that sounds so fun. You've literally already sold me. That should be pretty fun. To ba- it's fun to backseat game. I love backseat gaming. I, I, one of my favorite things, actually not to not to go on a little tangent here, but I used to love watching you play single player games, Brent, and just shit talking you or uh, telling you what to do and stuff. That's that brings that brings me
0: back. I guess that's fair. Yeah, uh, you did do that quite a bit. Um, the last one is Medieval Dynasty, which is kind of like kind of like another take on. A civilization game. Uh, I just—it's always nice to see, you know, some more of those be released. Is it fair to consider Civilization like an old school game? I mean, I guess it is,
2: right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, they still make Civilization, and it's still Civilization. But yeah, I don't know. It's on the borderline. So um, the games that are coming out like those, um, and and when you say like resurgence of retro games, uh, are you talking about games that used to be retro, like? like old retro series that now they're making them in a modern style or games that are being made in a retro style, say like pixelated 16 bit or or whatever.
0: So I guess that's a good question. That That's uh, all a matter of perspective. I consider the retro game resurgence to be games made in that style. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the art style, just like the gameplay style.
2: Yeah, I did too. I just wanted to make sure that I understood where you were coming from.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if we're talking retro games, I think we're all familiar with uh, the one that never goes away, D&D, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, how retro do we want to get? Do we want to start playing chess? We'll take all (laughs) you guys on at chess. Let's go.
0: Yo, uh, I'm going to admit something that I don't think this student will hear because uh, I don't think they listen to our podcast. But they asked me if I'd play them in chess, and I was like, yeah, sure. How hard is it going to be to beat a 13-year-old in chess? And then I had to play it off like I let him win. <laughs> hey,
2: dude, <laughs> when I was 13, I probably could have beat you at chess like today because I, I watched a lot of chess stuff at 13. You don't know what them 13-year-olds be doing, bro. You got to watch out.
0: It was very embarrassing.
2: I'm, I'm not going to lie to you.
3: Did he beat you pretty easily, though, or was it like a complete, like, was
0: it like a long match? It was. It was a good match, but, like, there was definitely a tipping point where I knew I lost it, and I was just in my head. I was like, f***.
1: Hope it wasn't one of those situations, with like that tournament where the guy cheated with a special device.
0: <laughs> That's what I should have done.
3: You probably just made that kid's like anime protagonist moment happen.
0: He, he's the main character now.
2: <laughs> Pushes up his glasses. Tell him, uh, take it easy on him, you're going to play with a hand behind your back.
0: I don't even know if that joke would land uh in in some of my classes.
2: <laughs> oh. So not not to keep inter, interjecting with questions but you know how how old, how old is retro? At what point is it not retro?
0: Mm. That's a good question. I would like to get everyone's opinion on this cuz I bet we all have a different one.
2: I feel like with
1: retro for me that always comes back to like Super Nintendo, those kind of graphics but I've seen a lot of things like Uh, they did the bloodborne remake in ps1 graphics and that's considered retro now and that just feels weird to me well yeah i mean like retro style
0: (laughs) i don't don't think i have seen the bloodborne remake with ps1 graphics but that sounds interesting oh it's
1: really weird and kind of muddy looking but it it's playable
2: yeah joe when you think when you hear retro what do you think of
1: i think of like tetris
3: and pac-man
2: oh okay old old retro
3: yeah, I think of like games like you. Whenever you would go into an arcade or like, I don't know, like random places, they'd have like a little like arcade machine there. It was like Tetri, uh, Tetris, Tetris, Gal- Galaga. I almost said Pokemon, not Pokemon. Uh,
0: Pac-Man is what I meant to say. How Dig should I say Dug. Pac-Man?
3: Yeah, Dig yeah. Dug. Yeah, stuff like that. Because when I think of retro, I think of like arcade machines, like retro.
0: I'm going to interrupt Ethan's question with another question. What's everyone's favorite arcade game? Because mine's hands down Galaga. Mm. Mm. I really like Dig Dug. That one. That one's fun.
2: I, I've got two. I, I like I like Space Invader, Invaders because it's better Galaga. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> hot takes but left and right. I think my uh, I think my actual answer. I like um, all of the. All the various fighting game ones, so like, you know, you'd sometimes have like a Mortal Kombat machine or whatever. I really liked being able to like two player those. Okay. That was always cool.
3: Yeah, just for Brent's students, I heard Brent, uh, or not I've heard, I've played him. Brent is dog
0: shit at Mortal Kombat. Dude, you don't even know what you're doing to these kids. One of them already challenged me and I'm going to ruin that kid's life. (laughs) Travis, uh, what what about you though? Do you have like a favorite arcade game? Uh, The ones I remember playing a lot back in the day were
1: uh, like time crisis games like the shooters with the awesome guns dude
0: i didn't even think of that as an arcade game but yeah those were really fun
1: those were which one is that is that like one of the rail gun uh, like the rail shooters i believe it's a rail shooter and you have this pedal down that you got to step on and off of to get in and out of cover i always loved playing those when i went to the movie theaters
2: yeah those are top tier in my opinion i don't know what the name of it was but like I, i always liked playing like the zombie games of those like uh where you're fighting all the different zombies on the rail shooters. Yeah. Uh, House of the Dead, was that one? Yeah, yeah, it was House of the Dead. And, um, like, the more futuristic that those games got, like, the more sci-fi it was, and you were fighting aliens. I feel like the harder they got, dude.
0: Yeah, it I I was
2: horrible at those.
0: I played, uh, talk about a weird on-the-rails, I guess technically it would be a shooter. There was one that was, like, uh, you were a firefighter, and you had to, like, just put out fires but it, it worked like with the uh, shooter mechanics
2: oh i know what you're talking about
0: i've seen that to go back and answer your question i also think of super nintendo uh with retro games um however as much as it bothers me i guess that's incorrect right like with uh, the 360 and like ps2 be considered retro at this point like it's two or uh, three generations back i mean i think
2: each person has their own retro like but yeah for me i think of like, anything before the regular advent of 3D games. So, like, I think of Super Nintendo. I think even PS1 almost falls into retro, but it's, like, its own version of retro. It's, like, on the cusp. It's, like, in between. Yeah, I love a good cusp. Yeah, I
1: think <laughs> what you need to do is ask your students how far back retro goes. These, the young kids playing games now probably mm. think the PS1, maybe even the PS2 are retro. <laughs> Dude, they
0: probably think that, like, think Halo 3, 3 is 60. retro. Yeah. i <laughs> no kidding. I mean, hell, I think Halo Three may have uh, come out before some of them were born. <laughs> Had
2: to have, um, yeah. That is yeah, because it was believe.
0: it was two thousand seven. You got to think,
2: guys. That's like games that came out in like I don't know how old Travis is, but like for us, like 95, 96, Like that's crazy. That that's their perspective. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm pretty up there. I'm thirty five. So.
2: Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're like twenty. Six to twenty-seven ish, Joe. You're twenty-six, right? Did you just yeah. forget how old I was? Hey, I'm almost always the oldest person in the group. <laughs> no, I knew that you were twenty-six, Brent. I knew you're not twenty-seven yet. I just didn't know how old Joe was.
0: Travis, uh, I will tell you, I never, I never thought of you as that old. So take take that as you will.
1: <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, then. Yeah, you're saying you got a pretty mouth. Oh, baby,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: like to spruce it up for old Brantley.
0: Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, I will tell you, this is the first time we've recorded in the evening in quite some time, and I'm on my second class of uh, Maker's Mark right now. So. Oh, oh, those no. evening recordings will hit different then. Yeah, they do.
3: <laughs> they hit the same in the
0: morning. I drill. miss them a
2: lot. It's just my, my sword fighting class is yeah. in the evening. So rip.
0: I don't know what it says about me or my personality, but whenever we switched to midday recordings, the first thing I said was, oh, man, I can't get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That was
2: the set. That was like the first thing I said too. I, I like I like the little glass of wine with our recordings, but I'm a gentleman. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I have a question about retro games. Actually, I was thinking about this day. Um, do you guys consider JRPGs as a whole? Is that a retro medium? That's tough. Hmm. There is a level of
1: the JRPG games that, like, especially the more closer to the turn based that it is, where it does feel more retro. But yeah. they've all slid forward now to where it's almost a real-time type game anymore. So the closer it is to that, I would say that's a retro style.
2: I was kind of thinking that too. Like, at, like take Final Fantasy, for example. Like, if it's turn-based, it's retro. But then, like, as soon as it starts getting into that real-time stuff, like the newer Final Fantasies do, like, it's suddenly not really retro.
0: I wish uh, Travis would have been here whenever I had that hot take about retro games and like turn-based and stuff like that because that would have been fun i feel like you would have been probably the only one in my corner because i was saying that turn-based games are super underrated and uh they they need to make a comeback
1: yeah i think i would probably agree
2: with
0: that i think the only thing i said was that that there are still a lot of turn-based games
1: there are quite like
2: isn't octopath
1: traveler that's pretty turn-based isn't it
0: yeah, okay, I guess I should have clarified. Probably turn-based games from bigger companies need to make a comeback.
1: I could agree with that. One thing that always got on my nerves with the JRPGs is grinding. I hate killing the same thing over and over and over just to get levels. If they could figure yeah. out a way to balance that better, I would love a nice turn-based JRPG. Is
2: Pokémon a JRPG? And is it retro? Oh, that's a tough one.
0: That that is tough, but it's a good question. I mean, the new Pokémon just came out and like <laughs> it's followed the same mechanics since the 90s right <laughs> yeah it's it's almost
1: retro and it's almost a jrpg it's it's very close to both joe's
2: our uh, resident jrpg expert what what do you think joe <laughs>
3: uh, i would definitely say the older like uh pokemon's are retro at this point because some of them came out in the 90s didn't they like the yeah but original. like i mean those old would you say that graphic? new
2: pokemon's are like like new Pokemon games that come out, wouldn't they also be retro game styles? Because it's the same gameplay.
3: Mm, not nowadays, because they're like very updated. Like, like maybe the
1: premise, like
0: yeah, of how the graphics to do are. it. The graphics are yeah, the, the only graphics. thing updated.
1: Yeah, everything else is basically the same with Pokemon. It's uh, not I really mean, changed a lot mechanics wise.
3: Sorta. I
1: mean, they, add they like added a bunch in, of like new the G mechanics. evolutions and stuff that are temporary, yeah. but it's still you're clicking moves on a list.
3: True. There's a lot more to do with your Pokemon and add to them and like add to the game. So that's
1: true. The camping stuff was kind of fun in uh, what was yeah. that? Sword and Shield, the food I cooking. Think cause and all like,
3: that. Oh, yeah, because now it's called Picnic in the new one. So, like, you can set out a picnic and like make stuff that way. That way, you have better chances of finding like shinies. And like, there's a lot more ways to play the game now rather than like the kind of like linear path that it gave you before because this one literally starts out as a complete open world once you finish like the tutorial and everything like let's say like before like the dragon gem was one of the last gems that you had to like conquer and this one you could walk straight to the dragon the dragon gem and that could be your first gem battle
0: oh you can do them in any order
3: yeah you can do them in any order whatsoever that's pretty whatsoever.
0: interesting i i kind of like that
3: yeah it's a lot more like uh open world uh rpg it's a lot more. There's a lot more stuff to do in it because it's not just gems anymore. There's like other people you got to go defeat that will then level up your Pokemon. Your like legendary that you ride around. There's a bunch more stuff in it that makes Whoa. it a lot Spoilers. more. Spoilers. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's in the uh, it's in the videos and stuff. Like if that's you riding it around. If it's in
2: the trailer, it, it's yeah. not a spoiler, right? Yeah. I guess yeah. that's
3: fair. I'm pretty sure it's on the back of the box if you get the physical copy of like you riding it.
1: Have y'all experienced much of the glitches with this new Pokemon? Uh, very glitchy. <laughs> it's very glitchy. I've seen some yeah. ridiculous things happening in that game and I feel like it really needs a patch. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to give it one though. Yeah,
3: it's, where it's open world then there's not really anything to like load into besides you walk into the houses. It has, it like loads in everything so then it kind of like drops down the, uh, um, the graphics and some aspects of the game. Yeah. Like some some stuff isn't even legible to like read like that's on like houses and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it would
0: do that. Cause I mean, Skyrim came out in 2011 and it, it at least had uh, the ability to only load in what you look at. So
2: heck Minecraft can do that with their chunks. Yeah. Game freak <laughs> Just because game freak is an incompetent company and they're really bad at making video games. <laughs> I am starting to feel like that might be true.
3: Yeah. Like they might also be greedy. I was like, ah, we probably don't need that much to No, I mean like literally, them. you
2: know, it's like a fact. They they're horrible and they are coasting off the Pokemon name because oh, yeah. it's, it's hey, like they, they don't have to do anything. They just keep they just release it and people buy it in droves. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. That might change with this one because it's it's
1: so
0: glitchy. Yeah.
3: I mean, look how long Pokemon stayed the same until just here recently.
0: That was gonna be my question about Pokemon changing. You two are the only ones that have played it. Have you tried the multiplayer
3: to it yet? Yeah, I actually played it the other day. uh Now, I, the thing I don't like about the multiplayer is you can't battle each other, and you can't do trades for some reason. Like you, it takes out the option to trade and battle each other, which I feel like would be one of the biggest things to do in
1: multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, so what do you do? i <laughs> would be the first thing I'd want to do is like trade with somebody.
3: I know that's what I, that's what I was wanting to do with my friend, but it wouldn't let us do that. But
0: Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. You have a friend other than us? <laughs> yeah, what the hell?
3: <laughs> yeah, Haley's little brother. We play it together all the time.
0: Oh, okay. I- I'll That's allow cute. it. I'll allow it.
2: All right.
3: So we tried that, but because like he was a little bit further than me, so then he joined my game. But the cool thing is is you can still do the whole game in co-op. Like Even if I go and do story, he can follow me and stuff, but he, he just can't interact with the people. I don't, I don't believe that
0: like cuz he's already interacted
3: with them in his game.
0: So like what happens if you try to challenge a gym and he's in there does that still work?
3: The gyms are different now because you don't have to go through and battle multiple people. You uh whenever you go up to a gym, you have to request uh they have to request you have to go through like a trial that they give you and it's just one it's like a mini game trial. And then once you complete that, they're like, "All right, you have passed the trial. You can now battle the gym leader."
0: So, okay. I'm going to rephrase my question and I feel like this is going to take some of the like mystery and joy out of gaming but like where I have a background in game design this is what I meant (laughs) are gyms instanced like if you go up and talk to the gym person are you then sucked into like a different area
3: yeah yeah like you into an area to where like the town of that gym is then watching you and like the people in that town are like all around like watching the gym battle like one of them, there is uh, the gym leader is a, uh, a VTuber or something like that. She's Jesus. like a streamer. So then on screen, it like it'll pop up sometimes when like, people are like chatting and like saying.
1: What happens to your multiplayer partner if you were to go into a gym? Do they get put into the audience or are they walking around the field and that teabagging while sure. you're doing that?
3: <laughs> That's actually the question. I'm not too for sure how that works. Cause uh, I didn't get to do a gym. All I got okay. to do try is like main story mission.
0: I'm sorry to ask so many technical questions. I'm I'm just genuinely like curious about it. No,
1: you good. It makes sense to be curious about it. it. Just came out, so it's interesting. It's new.
0: Yeah, I I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet because I figured one of us should hold off and have like a a first look video. So I fell on that grenade myself.
2: Well, what? I haven't played it yet because I'm cheap and don't want to spend. <laughs> What, it is, $60 or $70 or whatever on it?
1: Yeah, I'd definitely hold off until
2: the possibility
1: that they might fix
2: the graphical issues and stuff like that. I didn't like Sword and Shield that much, so I don't figure I'm going to like
0: this Ooh, one. Ooh, that actually made me think of something. Do you think that... So you know the like OLED, uh, OLED Switch that came out? Not a lot about it, but continue. So it... It has like slightly higher uh, functionality than the normal switch. I wonder if games are being made for it, which would then in turn make them not be optimized for the normal switch and have poor performance.
2: Mm, I mean, it, I don't think that's an excuse for the new Pokemon game. If
0: that's it's, I'm sure it's been in development since before that released.
2: Well, I well what I would say to that is look at games like Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild that are much grander in scope and gameplay and they are optimized just fine it's just that the games are poorly optimized in fact game companies these days take no care to optimize their games at all and they're so horribly optimized because they just expect people to have these like raging awesome machines and like pcs when really they should be much much more optimized so that the gameplay is so
0: much smoother.
3: i definitely think games should be more optimized nowadays Like some companies, like are they
0: just writing off the name? I guess that also boils down to the fact that Ethan. I know you and I have had this discussion a lot. I hate the file sizes for new games because that's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah, Yeah, everyone has these like bigger hard drives, so they're just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. They'll download it. We don't need to worry about compressing anything. Thirty-two gigabyte for a COD update. Yeah, we need to go back to having discs, guys. That's the only way to control yes. them. you know what <laughs> I, I think you're onto something i think the fact that stuff has started to go digital has kind of uh it's it's kind of the reason that it's started to skew this way
1: yeah digital and pre-release stuff none of nothing is optimized because they can just release part of the game and add on to it as they go because people buy
2: the game early before it's finished they make games like we record videos we'll fix it in post <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> Well, that that I, I mean, I remember a time where you would buy a game on disc and then it would come out that, oh, there's like 30 megabytes of content that you have to download that's not on the disc. And like that was a controversy. They were like, why are they releasing stuff that's not on the disc?
1: Yeah, that was a deal breaker back in the day.
3: I actually do remember a lot of people complaining about that.
0: <laughs> it, it's just wild how fast that seemed to turn.
3: I think it's the companies as well. Like, because uh, there's some games that I have that huge updates come out. Like, I feel like Apex does pretty good with their updates. Like, it's usually not too big, even though it's like a new season, brand new map, brand new hero, brand new battle pack, all that stuff. And and it'll have like maybe like a five gig update. I mean, it's still it's, it's still a couple gigabytes, but it's not as bad as every single update for COD being 20 some gigabytes per like decent size update.
0: You know, I think I think someone who's actually got optimization figured out is uh, whatever, like whoever the team is that works on the old Republic MMO, that thing's been out for 11 years. It has six or seven expansions at this point, and the entire thing, plus all expansions, can be downloaded for like 30 gigabytes. I That's mean, that makes sense. It.
3: Look at those dog shit graphics.
2: Hey, no. <laughs> Actually, I'm curious. I'm gonna go check and see how much space old school Runescape takes on my phone.
0: Oh, dude, that's like that's probably less than a gig. I would say.
2: I have played oh, yeah, that for a little bit. I couldn't stick with it. I, I feel like a big. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> God, you're not gonna believe how light this game is.
0: Oh, uh, I'm I, hold on, hold on. Let me let me take a guess. I want to take a guess. I'm gonna say two hundred eleven megabytes.
2: Joe.
3: Uh, I want to say like. 853
1: megabytes. Travis? I was probably going to
2: land around something
1: like 512 or something like that. but
2: uh, According to the RuneScape app, which I have pulled up, and I go down to information and it says size, it tells me 11.5 megabytes. No, Sean, sure.
1: There's no way.
2: I'm double-checking my phone storage right now to see if it's taking up more But that's that's what it claims. Okay, okay. So the phone uh, the phone app is eleven point two megabytes. However, the documents and data is one hundred and forty five megabytes. And I don't know how much of that is like further stuff that got downloaded after the app was installed because you know they do that sometimes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's sounding like in total you're at about one sixty. Yeah.
1: I was wondering how much of that could run through a browser because that's how it used to be played when I played it back in the days, just over a browser. So,
0: I mean, you can still play it that way.
1: Yeah. So maybe the actual app is just that 11 and it's all streaming in. I don't know if it works that mm-hmm. way nowadays or not. It has been a long time since I've played a RuneScape on the browser. <laughs>
0: I will say, since we're on the topic, uh, Ethan's been trying to get me to do this for the past two months. My wife's been trying to get me to do this for the past three years. (laughs) (laughs) I I did get on RuneScape the other day, and I have a character that's completed two quests.
3: Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nice. Slow progress.
2: Yeah. Hey, that's two quests toward a quest gate, man. You're almost there. Exactly. (laughs) Keep grinding.
0: Here's the problem. You all got me to get on a game. That literally gives you rewards for like 100 percenting stuff, and like that's what I love to do. So, good luck. I'm not going to see you all for months.
1: He's got 100 percent Runescape. Oh no!
3: I saw that someone was it you, Ethan, or maybe I just saw it, that someone 100 percented uh uh World of Warcraft.
2: Oh, I have no idea. Yo. Yo. Okay, Warcraft. I saw that
3: through Reddit. Then they completed every single challenge, achievement, like everything that they could do.
2: Are
1: you serious? I bet that took some doing. Yeah, Yeah,
3: it was like it was like dumb. The amount of hours that they had in the game to complete (laughs) that. Hats off
1: to that
0: guy. I mean, I don't think it was a guy. Huh? well, congrats (laughs) to them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hats off to them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I assumed, but uh, (laughs) no, that's that's genuinely impressive.
1: Yeah.
3: The comments on that post was like, what the? I was like, this person couldn't have seen the outside for for some time.
0: Oh, no. Not to detract from that in any way, but I will say a majority of uh, WoW challenges is, like, exploration-based, and you can pull up a map of the entire continent and, like, click the opposite end of it, and your dude will auto-run from one end of the continent to the other. So as long as you're tanky enough to not get killed by mobs, you can, like, do that of, like walk away for a day and like you'll explore the continent.
2: Well, and I'm sitting here thinking about all the, you know, the ultimate Iron Man, Runescape players who have completely maxed out their accounts and done all the achievements and all that. I, 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 wonder which one would take longer. I feel like it has to be Runescape. Which one's been around longer? That's the question. Oh, Runescape. Really? The base game of Runescape, I believe, has been around for yes, but I will double check now. You, you
0: look up Runescape. I'm looking up while. Wow.
1: Yeah, RuneScape has got to be out no longer because I played that in middle school and I'm 35, so... <laughs> you played it in middle school? I played it in middle school. Everybody probably played it in middle school.
2: <laughs> it was free at the time. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so what's the release date that you got, Brent?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Mine's November 23rd,
0: 2004.
2: Yeah, mine's 2001. Yeah. January 4th.
0: I saw it, like, underneath. <laughs>
2: So yeah, World of Warcraft copied everything from (laughs) RuneScape.
0: Bold.
1: (laughs) Everybody copies everything. It's no big deal.
0: So real quick, I I wanted to double back for a second. Travis, I know you might have been in the dark on this whenever they were giving me shit. Uh, I make it a point to mention Knights of the Old Republic in every podcast because we got like 15 deep whenever we realized that I just naturally did that. So just, I, I just did it to carry on as like a meme.
1: Oh, I'm actually quite familiar. I, I, I pop in on an episode here and there just to oh, see okay, what's okay. Uh, not on. And I, I was like, wow, he got it in early
0: too. <laughs> Regardless of what they say, I, I've never forgotten.
3: That's what I was just about to say. Actually, a little behind the scenes. He actually did miss one and he had to edit it in.
0: Oh, really? The final posting didn't show that. So mm, that's
1: weird. <laughs> He'd probably just like pop in real quick right after the outro and go KOTOR, Kotor Kotor. <laughs> Ethan and I we literally waited
3: until he ended the uh um the recording and we both were like, yes.
0: <laughs> okay, I know I know we've just kind of been bullshitting. Uh Travis, I don't know which ones you've listened to. This might make some sense to you. Before we head to the hot take, um, I'm gonna disclaimer right now, I'm gonna cut the details of what I'm about to say, but I'm going to leave in your all's reaction. So it's going to be a lot of like bleep and then your reaction. I'm going to tell you about the comic that a student made. Yes! Uh, It's a a fan fiction about us. Oh, I can't Oh, Oh, baby. And, uh... Oh, no. (laughs)
2: Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's maniacal. I'll be honest. This is
1: what I believe success looks like for podcasting. If you've got fanfic being written about you and people around you, you are doing something right.
2: Did I say where am I in this fanfic? I'm pissed off. So. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) And uh, finally,
1: That's pretty on brand, <laughs> to be honest. It feels true to life. They got all the details right.
3: That's amazing. <laughs> Dude. That's perfect, man. You put some time and effort into all that. I wish I
2: should I wish I, I, I could have been in there more because I really have a lot to give. Uh, I really <laughs> have that protagonist energy. And, uh, I'm sad <laughs> that was not capitalized.
0: So yeah, it w- it was a fanfic of me and Joe getting together. Honestly, it just it had manga written all over it.
3: It's funny that uh they just uh Wrote me as the alpha.
0: Well, it
2: was
0: <laughs> Damn it. Oh. <laughs> damn it. I mean, this has AO3 written all over it. I love it. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to say, as of right now, I am no longer bleeping myself out.
2: <laughs> you probably have to shorten a lot of those bleeps. I'm,
0: I'm shortening them, yeah. It's not going to be that long of a bleep.
2: I'm glad that it was ship
1: fiction and not slash fiction or something. something oh, like man. It's... Uh, yeah that sounds like a good time actually it was pretty fun it was
0: it was a good read
1: (laughs) give that kid an a
0: oh they got an a hundred (laughs) percent
2: please please scan this document upload it to our uh, google drive that way you know just for historical purposes
0: uh this same kid asks for like free merch all the time and honestly after reading that fanfic like i really want to do it i'm not gonna lie get get her
1: a shirt (laughs) man (laughs) that's fair (laughs) they'll get it in their p.o box someday (laughs)
2: well guys uh, now about a good time to move on to our hot take
1: yeah and I will dip off for the hot take because I've got to take care of some things around here but I appreciate y'all having me on
0: yeah one last time uh, before Travis heads out definitely uh, make sure you listen to their podcast Deep Hollows and Dark Hearts
1: and write us some fan fiction
2: (laughs) (laughs) already working on it
0: All right, see you guys later See you, man. You're welcome anytime. Thanks,
2: Travis. Bye. Goodbye. Before we get into our hot take, let's get a quick word from one of our sponsors here, Anchor.
0: All right, guys. So we had some fun. We had our guest Travis on here. Uh, we're going to head into the hot take and we got a special holiday hot take for you. Uh, this episode is coming out the day before Thanksgiving. So we're going to have uh, I'm calling it a hot take, but really, Ethan and I are going to give our um, most controversial opinions about Thanksgiving. Joe, since you don't have a controversial opinion, or as far as the audience can tell, an opinion about anything, you're going to tell us whether or not you agree with Ethan and I.
3: Fuck. I'm going to about <laughs> you in a bitch. I might think of one. Don't count me out yet. Now I want to think of one.
0: He's gonna try his best to think of one. All right, Ethan. I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, we're we're gonna say away team goes first.
2: Oh God, <laughs> you're just saying that because you know that nobody's gonna agree with mine, and I have no way to defend mine. I
0: I genuinely don't believe anyone's gonna agree with this.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, because I kind of gave you a little uh, sneak preview earlier, but um, yeah. So my big opinion is that honestly, Thanksgiving is a better holiday than Christmas.
0: No shot. How?
3: <laughs> is it cuz of the food? You went it for the food?
0: You have like Christmas dinner
3: though. I know. Maybe is maybe he likes the turkey and stuff that's uh turkey and stuffing that always goes. I with mean, food. we don't go
2: like big as far as Christmas dinner like we don't, we don't make a point of that, but I think it's more just a personal taste thing. I'm I'm not a big Christmas guy. I get kind of by the time Christmas actually occurs, I'm so burnt out on Christmas because it's been shoved down my throat. That it just doesn't have a lot of magic for me, whereas Thanksgiving feels like a like a really nice event. Plus, fall's better than winter.
0: Ooh, me got to disagree with you on that one too. Winter is my favorite season.
2: Ah, uh, fuck winter, too cold.
0: What's your favorite, Joe? You're moving to Canada, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's not. <laughs> it's not that cold.
3: At least the part that I'm moving to.
0: You're above Washington State, right? You're like f-ing near Alaska
3: i'm like yeah if we, if we get near the what's the beach uh, it's called white rock but now that that's god that's cold that's real cold <laughs> we were walking out there one of the last days i was there and it was freezing near that beach
0: yeah during the summer what was the highest temperature while you were there uh and what time of year
3: well i was there in march and i was there in september uh i think the highest i remember it being like I I leave my phone in Celsius now, so
0: all right. Convert it to Fahrenheit for the normal people. It was like twenty. It
3: was probably like twenty some degrees Celsius. It was pretty warm some days. It was like it's sixty,
2: like seventy. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: man. Nah, maybe some days it was like eighty. I feel like it was definitely warm. It was really warm one day.
2: Yeah, twenty degrees Celsius is sixty-eight Fahrenheit. So,
3: so maybe maybe it was like a little bit in the thirties. It it was. It, I know one day it was actually like, really pro- warm. Probably wasn't
2: in the thirties. That's thirties is like ninety, right?
3: Yeah, it's got to be 90s. Maybe like late 20s then.
2: I don't know. I can't remember how the version goes. There's no
0: way it was 86.
2: I mean, maybe. I mean, like you can get a hot day even in a cold area during like the summer. Like it can be a hot September.
0: Even that hot day, it's not the same kind of heat.
2: Yeah, it's a cold heat. It's a Canada heat. It's a Canada heat. But anyway, yeah, I just like Thanksgiving better. I like the event of sitting down to eat way too much food. And I don't feel the pressure to, like, get gifts for people and make it a big thing. You know, like, if I can't Uh, make it
0: home for Thanksgiving, it's not, like, the end of the world. Like, Yo, you reminded me of something. What's that? Your Christmas gift from last year is sitting on my nightstand still. Wait, is it that one you gave me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Joe sounded really disappointed, so I'm going to just tell you what it is. It's just (laughs) a... uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's um yeah it's just a photo album uh from our wedding that's got like all of us in it it's like pictures specifically
2: of like us damn that's sweet i love that brent that's like the best gift you could ever give that's the best gift i never gave you yeah i don't care how much joe hates it
3: i did listen whenever brent was walking me out to the car out like to my car to his car to give it to me like whenever he did I was like, bro. I was like, I haven't got you anything. I was like, I didn't know we were getting each other stuff. He was like, Nah, dude. When you see it, you'll know.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he, he opened it up, and he was like, Emily ordered this, huh? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, is that this year's gift or
0: last gift? That was last year's gift. gift. <laughs> okay, so be honest. This year's as well. So if, if you've been holding a grudge that I didn't get you a gift last year, <laughs> I did. I just didn't give it to you. <laughs> like, okay, I'll be honest. You're probably getting a Christmas card this year. that's fine. I, that's a hundred percent fine. The year before that, I got you in like Warhammer stuff. and like I, yeah, like we went
2: hard the year before, yeah, and I don't remember what I got you last year, but it was probably just like a steam card. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. I, I mean, Warhammer stuff, like that was really cool. i'm I'm really glad about the like the time we had where I built like that one guy. I hope I hope you still have him, but like we yeah. still haven't played Warhammer. <laughs>
2: You, you didn't want to build anything.
0: I, so. yeah, I thought you were going to build them for me and then we'd fight.
2: <laughs> Man, I ain't wanted to build my own shit. I ain't going to build your shit.
0: Damn us.
3: That new Warhammer game looks a banger, though. Wait, what? That, Is it out? I don't know if it's out or not. My brother kept talking about it.
2: The w- new Warhammer game? Oh, I, I've been kind of stepped away from Warhammer about the past year, I'd say.
0: Okay, uh, side note real quick because I'm drinking uh, whiskey. And I don't know why, but it's making me feel sentimental. And Warhammer reminds me. Remember that time you told me the lore of Warhammer for like a solid two hours while I was standing at your computer? <laughs> all right, it was not two hours. <laughs> <laughs> making them it was probably first. a good
2: 30 minutes.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. It it was somewhere in between our two answers.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's good lore, though. It's really no, good. No, dude, lore. it was
0: good. I was into it, but like, it's just, it's a good memory, is all I'm saying.
2: Okay, good. Good. Well, any I don't have anything else to say on my hot take or my controversial opinion. I can't defend that shit, but it's how I feel. Fuck Christmas. I like Thanksgiving. So, yeah.
0: real quick, I disagree, Joe. What about you?
3: Uh, disagree.
2: Uh, I'll fill in for the audience. They also probably disagree. So,
0: probably. Next up. You're right. We discussed this in text beforehand. Um, I don't think this is a super hot take. I think a lot of people are going to agree with me. I think sides are way more important for Thanksgiving dinner. Like, I don't care about the turkey. I don't care if you have ham. I don't care what you have as the main course. The sides are where it's fucking at. You think the sides are better than the, than the dessert? Ooh, I don't know. OK, so I have a rant on the desserts. If you got like a solid two to three minutes, you get 45 seconds. Make them count. 45 seconds. All right. Tell me when to start. Go. All right. So Bob fucking Evans had a pumpkin supreme pie. It was the greatest thing I've ever tasted. It's a dessert meant for the gods. It is a pumpkin pie mixed with pumpkin cheesecake that tastes mostly like cheesecake. Because normally I don't like pumpkin pie. And they discontinued it. So I've had a really sore spot with desserts for Thanksgiving. Emily found the recipe in the past two years. She's made it. So the desserts have been top tier. But I still think sides are where it's at. Damn, 42 seconds flat. Not bad. Thank you. Thank you. Drunk meat can still tell time. Well, that's good, because meat cannot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how do you feel about Thanksgiving food?
0: Mm,
3: well, see, I'm a very picky eater. So it's like if the main one sucks, then it's like, ooh, Because I usually have to bank off of liking the main because it's usually like...
0: Hold on, listen to this. The sides for Thanksgiving are mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, rolls, green beans. Even if you don't like green beans, the other three are still, like, top tier.
3: Mm, True, true, yeah. Thanksgiving has some pretty banging, like, sides.
2: Yeah, like, stuffing, slash
0: Stuffing? Yeah, I left out stuffing. I can't believe I did that. Because then Christmas is just all over the place. So something my family does that I think is uh, pretty cool. We all decided unanimously like, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago that we liked our Thanksgiving dinner more than Christmas dinner because we used to do turkey for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and like pretty much the same sides. So now we just have a turkey for both <laughs> and then we do the same sides and everything. So like our Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner is the exact same thing.
2: Honestly, I think her turkey and ham are both mid anyway. Oh,
0: yeah. I Okay. I don't like turkey. I will admit the way that my family makes it. I don't know if you've ever tried it, Ethan. I know. Uh, I mean, you're both pretty much like a fucking brother. So I'm sure both of you have been at my house at Thanksgiving at some point. The way that we make our turkey is so good. Uh, we deep fry it instead of like baking it in the oven or anything like that.
2: Mm, that sounds pretty good
0: it it is so good but here's the thing here's the thing i only like the pieces where like you can clearly tell it's just like pure white meat that's been deep fried i don't want like any of the skin i don't want any fat anything like no, that
2: no no i want i want the skin i want the dark meat oh, on man. like the the legs and shit man i want like the the greasiest
0: piece of meat you can get i don't want the breast at all so give me the legs I got to disagree with you on that. White meat is a hundred percent better on the turkey.
2: All right, all right. We got to record tonight, so I don't. I don't want to spend too much longer on this.
0: Yeah, sorry, Joe. Joe, uh, Ethan, agree or disagree with my sides are better than the main course and desserts?
2: Joe, go first. Yo, I'm gonna agree because I love
3: me some good mashed potatoes.
2: I'm gonna agree with the caveat that I think that desserts are better than the sides, though.
0: Damn. All right.
2: And I don't even like pumpkin pie that much, but any vehicle for Cool Whip is A-OK with me.
0: Yo, listen, next time you're in, I'm going to have Emily make this pie because, like, it's so good. It tastes more like cheesecake than it does pie. Do you like cheesecake? I love cheesecake, man. I'm I'm down. I love cheesecake real late at night.
2: Yeah. The the internet
0: may not remember (laughs) that, but...
2: (laughs) I got it. Um, No, I, I uh, I love cheesecake, but actually I love pecan pie. That's Pecan pie is my go-to at Thanksgiving. It,
0: you know, I'm going to tell you something right now agreement. that's going to blow your mind to end our podcast. Blow me. All right, <laughs> look, let me blow you. I've never had pecan pie. I was actually going to be surprised yeah. if you did. You're a picky eater. I'm not as picky as Joe. No, yeah, but you're a picky nah. eater. I'd probably eat like a chicken pie, maybe. I think I married Joe, because like him and Emily are the most picky eaters I've ever met in my life.
2: How, How am, am I the least picky eater out of this group?
0: I don't know. You're the least picky eater, but God damn, you'll knock a fucking drink over whenever you're trying to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or I'll go in the girls' bathroom oh on accident. Oh, my TV. God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> All right. We might have to share that story on the next episode.
0: That's it, guys. It looks like nobody agreed with Ethan's hot take. Uh, Joe, you and Ethan both sort of agreed with my hot take. Joe, you got to surprise us uh, in the last inning with a with a hot take.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, all right, it was nice uh, talking to you guys this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holla. TTFN. That was the Zero Talent Podcast.
3: Because I felt like I actually ended up doing a lot better uh, talking in that than what I thought I was going to.
2: You always sell yourself short, man.
3: I do that with a lot of things.